This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hi, and welcome to another edge of your seat episode of uh, Docs That Rock. I'm Tracy Ferguson. And I'm Sharita Darcy. And over there in the mustard corner is uh, Barbara Nikonica. Driving the desk. Driving the desk. <laughs> she has all of that Taking sound. a corner, taking a corner. Lots of sound things. She's really sound. Well, Tracy, what was your week like? Oh, it was just fabulous. Thank you very much. The sun shone every day. No, it didn't, Tracy. It did in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What planet are you on these days? Tracy planet. Planet Tracy. Hmm. And I got uh, uh, dressed up there a little while ago. I don't know if I told you a few weeks ago for Halloween. What did you dress up as? And I dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. Oh, my God. Not because I just had the costume already in the wardrobe. Oh, you had the costume? Or I, okay, I don't want to know. Mm. No, I already had it. Your yourself and Ted's From, business. No, you are <laughs> forgetting the Christmas Eve last year. Oh yes, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is uh, at the moment a lot of people are very depressed because the Halloween decorations have been taken down, and the Christmas decorations <laughs> haven't gone up yet. So we have invented Christmas Eve. Wait a minute. When you say a lot of people are very depressed that the Halloween decorations have been taken down, do you actually mean you? So I am very depressed because yes. all the Halloween decorations have been taken down and the Christmas decorations, <laughs> which I frankly don't care about, have not gone up yet. So all the walls are bare in mm, the office. It was Miss Barbara Nigonica who invented the Christmas scene many years ago when we did the Spider Queen and the Queen of Hearts. And you said it's when Halloween meets Christmas, of course. And I went, oh, right. That, yeah, that old chestnut, I thought. And then... Hang we, on. <laughs> stop and reverse for a minute. The Spider Queen... Yes. Yes. Uh, Barbara was a spider queen and I was the queen of hearts. You're the queen of hearts. But they kind of clashed a bit because the giant spider on Barbara's head um, had these kind of legs that stuck out. So going through uh, Oh, I've just realised these aren't nicknames for each other. This is costumes that you wore on the first Christmas scene. On the Christmas scene. So on the first Christmas scene, you both went as queens. I was queen of the spiders because I had taken down all my Halloween decorations and I thought, what will I do with them? I'll wear them. I had that spider in my house for months. I think you still have that spider. It could still be there. So, yes, Halloween meets Christmas. So we have to think about our costumes for this year Mm -hmm. and get ready for it. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Are you guys ready? No. (laughs) No. Mm -hmm. Barbara, have you any idea? No, but what I did last year was I just went into the joke shop and the I joke shop is now closed down, Barbara. <gasps> what? No, the other one. The, the fancy dress shop. The we, one that you go up mm, the stairs above the um, yeah, we met Army Navy store. Okay. Yeah, we met him about a week ago. Johnny. Johnny. Johnny has a costume shop and Tracy said, go in there. There's good costumes. And they were all on sale because it was after Halloween, which is great because it didn't suit us to go out and uh, get dressed up for Halloween the first year. Mm-hmm. So I'll just head into him and see what's on special offer. Yes. Good call. I'm going to go again as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And in fact, I think I might wear this every day. I think you should. Mm -hmm. 
I think you should. I think it should be your new work outfit. Yeah, they already treat me with the kind of respect that <laughs> Ruth Vader Ginsburg would get. A nice little blend of fear and feminism. Oh, right. OK, that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. And cop on. Basic, and cop on. And you know what? cop on. That cop on mm-hmm. is exactly what will lead us into this week's documentary. There is zero cop on in this documentary. Do you think? Mm. There are pockets of it. I think it's very interesting. It is very interesting. Behind the Curve. Yes. 2018 documentary mm-hmm. is directed by Daniel J. Clark. It's his first time feature documentary, previously an editor. This is his first attempt at making a documentary. This documentary looks at the flat earth culture. Mm-hmm. The flat earth movements and also flat earthers in general. Flat earthers all around the globe, Tracy. Around, are they around the globe or are they just sitting on it? Controversially enough, <laughs> they don't know. Um, there's various different camps, which forms part of the documentary. There's also various different chapters of the flat earthers. And what the director himself says, which I think is very interesting, is he said, uh, my dream would be that when people watch this documentary, they take flat earthism as an ontology to something that they believe in because it is so easy to demonize another group or another person for something that they think. But you're kind of just as guilty of doing that yourself. Hmm. And I do think that for a first time director, for me, it's very, there's a lot of empathy towards flat earthers and people who have approached science from non-traditional origins, as it says in the documentary. <laughs> um so, yeah, I, I don't think it's actually about whether you believe of, of in flat earthism or not. I think it's about how they are treated and the community itself. And mm. Well, I think it's all of that because they do look at all of the different theories and they do look at the different camps. They do ask people to explain exactly why they've come to that particular point of view. And they also poke a lot of holes in scientific Research or supposedly do. Um, So I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's about the people and about the theory. So the people then, Mark Sargent um, (laughs) forms a huge part of this. I kind of really like Mark Sargent, to be honest with you. I think uh, I know a lot of people who are like him. He wouldn't be my best friend in the world. But, you know, he's he's looking for recognition. He's obviously madly in love with Patricia Steer, who also features in this. Um, and then Matt Powerland, who uh, believes that he actually invented flat earthism and is very cross altogether with Mark Sargent. Mm. Other ones would be uh, Nathan Thompson, Matt Boylan and uh, the Globebusters, which we see doing some experiments. Um, Bob Noel is there as well. And uh, I don't know, you kind of have to feel, I did feel the director did a good job of evoking empathy you'd feel for them when the experiments don't go wrong and you feel for them when the experiments don't go right so <laughs> I kind of felt for them when stuff happened to them you know that, that was interesting when you said <clears throat> we feel for them when the experiments don't go wrong I know but um, no I didn't like Mark Sargent at all yeah I just found him very abrasive and, and arrogant And uh, but I think that it, it's maybe the other way around I thought Patricia was kind of in love with him that's really interesting mm, yeah she's gorgeous and stunning, yeah. I did find her perspective uh, interesting. I would listen to her talk and I don't have to agree with her. But I, th- I thought that was interesting. The Mark was more, it was more about him and his ego. 
Oh, there was a lot of ego at play, but not so much as there is for your man, Matt Powerland. No. I mean, that was like, OK, so he was doing the Bono. It was pitch dark. You're given a presentation and you feel the need to wear sunglasses. Well, it's all about him. And that's another thing, actually, because they all seem to have a lot of time on their hands. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, you really would have to devote your life to it, but also be able to financially afford to be a flat earther. But this guy, Mark Sargent, he was some kind of pinball, digital pinball champion. He was like a million of other different careers before he started this. Patricia Steer seems to be independently wealthy and um, has, you know, she's she moved to London. Then she moved from London back over to wherever they were in Seattle, I think it was. And, mm. you know, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's their passion, certainly. And uh, those two guys from the Globebusters, they do a lot of... Um, video casting and podcasting mm. and, and sure who would want to be at that podcast nobody that takes so much no, time waste of time waste I did think <laughs> that um, I think Mark's mom was kind of interesting I liked her I liked her a lot and I thought because initially you do kind of have this I wonder what the dad is like if the mom is so sound what's going on there mm. kind of dynamic but um, I liked him I had sympathy for him I did kind of what was interesting for me when they had the 2017 first ever Flat Earth International Conference, <laughs> which Matt Powerland said was a shill fest. I don't know what that means, but they talk about shrill a lot. Mm. Um, um, but the 2017 Flat Earth International Conference, which is held basically, it would be like a good wedding. You know what I mean? That's how many people came to this. But they were all delighted because it was the first time they'd ever had one. And there was all these speakers and they were all talking about how great Mark Sargent was. And Mark Sargent was delighted himself. And, and they were, could we, we just all, say Mark Sargent wears a T-shirt that says I am Mark Sargent. Yeah. And he gets stopped going across the border and he's like, are you Mark Sargent? Wink. I'm Mark Sargent too. And your man didn't check his bags. And now this that is, is the problem. This is Mark Sargent telling this story. Oh, it's not no, a story that actually maybe even happened ever. I'm 100% joking there. Like it's just everything he uh. says. I would love to do a drinking game where you have to take a shot every time Mark Sargent says Mark, Mark Sargent. Sargent. <laughs> that is a really good idea. <laughs> no, I wonder how many shots there'd be. That, you know what? I bet he would come out with a drinking game called I am Mark Sargent. I am Mark Sargent. But there was this other guy who was there who was a craftsman who made this bike. Mm, I was just going to ask you if you'd noticed all of that. And it was amazing. And he was, it's somebody, I think he's a, he's a scientist, actually makes this point of saying, this isn't about education. This isn't about how intelligent these people are, how talented they are. Some people just are drawn towards flat earthism. You can be very intelligent. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to believe what science is telling you to believe. Now, it seems very bizarre that someone would turn around and say, I believe in a flat earth. I personally am a globist myself. I don't know how you feel, Tracy. <laughs> I'm tending toward globism myself. And and Barbara? And science. It's, um, it's definitely round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, except for when all the continents are really close together <coughs> and you can see them just over across the water there because that's so, so close. <laughs> There's a scene where they, they claim that uh, everything is completely close. So Australia is um, not too far away at all. It's just pictured that way on a map. And uh, the experiment where, I can't remember, Mark Sargent does it anywhere where he's like, oh, the planes don't cross this section of, mm -hmm. there's no flight patterns from here. But if you look at the pictures, clearly that plane came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So it had to have crossed the southern hemisphere. You know, this kind of thing. We're not going to solve the problem 
Well, uh, can we just talk about the most important thing, which is the merchandise? Oh, yeah. They've the got mer- clocks. They've great merch. Clocks and coffee tables and yeah. reg plates. Yes. It's flat. NASA mm-hmm. lies. <laughs> flat yeah. earth dating the, sites. The tables and the little, um, the wooden construction that goes into those was pretty cool. Yeah, there was some really cool stuff. Hmm. And I was kind of disappointed that we don't have any docks that rock coffee tables yet. I know. You should start building those. To get a docks that rock um, bike. But get on it. It would be electric. You are head of the merchandise department. No, and I you, haven't seen a single you are one head of the thing merchandise. come across my desk. There's a tote there. Look at <laughs> <laughs> There's a tote over there. <laughs> one tote in a year and six months. Excuse me. Two totes. <laughs> two totes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a working model on my desk first thing tomorrow morning. You, uh, well, you need to talk to the head of the the merchandising department. That's you. No, yeah, I've just not. given you the title. No. Yeah. Off you go now. No. You're yes. volu- I got voluntold. Charlie, get Charlie. Uh, Charlie is whittling. the head of the virgin. He's Charlie. A, he's good whittler. What's whittling? In the whittling the wood. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Just give him some wood. Don't know walk away. He's good whittler. And see what happens. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I don't know. Charlie's not a doctor, and Charlie is not a whittler, and he, hmm. Charlie is not the head of the merchandising department. Mm-hmm. Would you go to a flat Earth conference? I would for the crack. For the crack, yeah, yeah, I, I would. Would, I, you, I, would you wear a T-shirt that says "I am Mark Sargent"? No, I wear one that says "I am Tracy Ferguson" for the crack. Oh, great! With docks that rock on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> because I would have got it from the market merchandising department. <laughs> oh, Mark Phillips in the merching department. Actually, speaking of merch, uh, we need to actually talk a bit about all of the great things that you can get in the merchandising shop. Oh, yes. and we do actually have merch and it's on <laughs> bigheadsmedia.com. <laughs> so you can check out the merch shop there on bigheadsmedia.com. And uh, do you know what we might do now, Tracy, is just what? have an old ad no. there. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a good spot for yeah. it. That's how mm. we throw it in here now. Yeah. Listen to it. this. Do you love a good story? Her American Story is a podcast for anyone who loves a good story. First and second generation American women share their American experience. Sharing our stories helps us to relate to one another, build understanding, as well as provide representation for those that need it most. I grew up in a smaller American town and lacked representation in my community and simply in media at that time. I created something I wanted to hear. I hope this podcast reaches those that need it most, as well as serves as a collection of simply interesting stories. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HerAMStory. Everyone has the story. Share yours with me. Email me at HerAmericanStory at gmail.com. Okay. What were we talking about? Yes, behind the curve. Mm, what does behind the curve curves. mean in terms of the curve system? I don't get the curve system in America. I'm going to guess that behind the curve means the conspiracy behind the curve. So it's just that there's nothing behind the little curve that happens except falling off the edge of the earth. Isn't the curve system like there's an average in a class and you have to pass above? Oh, right. But I, uh, but I think this is more just a, a literal. Is it? OK. Mm, I think so. No, I don't know. I just I literally was wondering, was it some kind of a reference? The class average. The class average. And these guys are behind the class <laughs> average. That's, they, that's hmm. shocking. They reckon the flat earthers have a great community. They do a lot of crafting. They feel like they're being included, whereas they're demonised elsewhere. They feel accepted and believed within this community. It's not like other conspiracy theories, like, for example, 
anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. You're asking me or telling me? I, I'm question marking at the end of that. <laughs> um, the other thing that strikes me as well is that throughout history, when Galileo said, whatever was it that Galileo said? Oh, you know, that thing he always says. Was, it was a Galileo that said that the sun revolved around the earth. And then the church said, no, Galileo, you're wrong. Now. Listen to us now. And I think he was under house arrest or something for a long time. Where are you going with this? Throughout history, people who um, went against the grain were victimised in some way. So the Flat Earth Society or whatever uh, community feel that they can cite, well, the guy who invented, who discovered germs was laughed at. Actually, there's an episode of The Dollop that talks about this, where the guy who discovered germs was pretty much kicked out of his position in Edinburgh College. Hmm. But there's a lot of just really annoys me when they start going off on their, you know, the scientists won't engage us. So they know we're right. It's like, oh, for well, if honestly. he was to say he was a flat earther, then, I mean, he'd lose his job. Mm-hmm. Of course, but no uh, scientist has <clears> said. <throat> no, well, no, I know. But um, but I do think the anti-vaxxers, there is a lot of similarity in terms of, uh, you know, we can give you a hundred different random, quote unquote, scientific reasons why we're right. And then they talk to each other and they don't talk to anybody else. So they reinforce their beliefs. So it's just a reinforcement of that community all the time. But I put it to you, Tracy Ferguson. Yes, sir. That we recently spoke about the game changers mm-hmm. where we had the food industry, the meat industry were telling people, falsely like me, informing pro-athletes, pro-athletes like yes. yourself uh-huh. that uh, meat-based protein was mm-hmm. the best way to bulk up. No, no, not just to bulk up, it was to enhance performance. To enhance performance. Whereas they are now discovering that that is perhaps not the case. That is in fact a lie. A lie for pro athletes. And so it does occur occasionally Mm -hmm. that science is used as a way to make a product seem more attractive or to push a certain way of thinking. I understand what that means. But what I'm saying is that they're selectively choosing some scientific oh, no, principles no, no. and using them. Yeah, they totally are. But I think that it's in, it's an interesting conversation to have where you start to kind of realize everything is done in the name of science or in the name of fact, whereas actually science itself is subjective and people just put forward hypotheses and then prove them and keep on trying to replicate them in different circumstances to find out the nature of the truth behind whatever it is they're trying to prove. Science itself is the art of not knowing and trying to know more in a particular method. It's the art of proving or disproving a theory. Yeah, but nothing can really be proved. We can guess at what we know, but we can't actually prove. No, some of it is actually proven. Yeah, some of it is. And in books. It's it might on on the internet. Mm -hmm. On the internet. But Brian Cox has actually said several times that science is the art of actually not knowing because you have to continue to prove, you know, even when something is proven, you have to continue to prove it over a period of time given various different variables that uh, come into play as people learn more about the nature of the universe and everything beyond that. Yeah, that's a general... It is 100%. <laughs> Understanding of but science. It's not a, absolute fact, but these guys seem to think that when they're approaching science from non-traditional methods and using their version of the scientific method to do their own experiments, that they're actually, they know more. And one of the things that they talk about in this documentary is the Dunning-Cure effect versus the imposter syndrome effect. 
So the imposter syndrome is where someone comes in and they're like, I know a lot about the subject, but I don't know enough. And I feel I have a tendency to feel like I'm an imposter. The, another tendency would be the Dunning-Kruger effect where people who don't have any knowledge or expertise in a topic feel that they are, they have a tendency to believe that they're quite confident that they believe they know everything about it. These are all when psychological I did, findings. If you were do, studying psychology, you're studying those effects. It's not necessarily a scientific, provable in a lab or disprovable in a lab theory. But they're talked about yeah. in this documentary. There's two yeah. different ways of approaching these things. But but they disregard science, which is a lot to disregard in its entirety, almost. Yeah, but there's different. Even gravity. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't really believe in gravity if you don't think that the Earth is round. Well, <laughs> who knows? It's those two little lights on a stick going around us all the time. That's just this, the display system. Yeah. Do you know? So have you gone now to do any merch in the meantime? You're on Amazon now, look at Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Amazon. <laughs> um, what was going to say? No, I just think there's different ways of approaching a topic. And these guys are just trying to do it a different way. Well, what they're trying to do, though, is they're trying to approach the topic and prove it to each other. They're not actually trying to prove it in the wider circle. They say they are, but they're really not because no one is engaging with them. I know. And they're rejecting it entirely. <laughs> I know. That is kind of tragic in a way, but I'm just but trying is, to see it from it their point of is, view. Is it tragic? Like maybe they're completely just entitled to live in their little world. In their bliss. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. But I see that's not what they say they want to do. They want to argue it out. I think, you know, Patricia and Patricia Steer and Mark Sargent, who, by the way, in case you don't know, is Mark Sargent. Is he? He is. Who is he? He is Mark Sargent. Oh my God. When they go on their little adventures to the eclipse and the Houston Space Centre. Yeah. And she goes into where they have kept the rocket and she's like, the earth is flat. And you're like, these lads are having the crack. (laughs) I want to go and be a flat earther for a while just to see all (laughs) the adventures that you could have. Yeah, and everything that that happens that they can say that proves my theory. They get so excited. I know uh, the funniest one was where they were like, oh, this machine in NASA is broken. It's broken. And then that's all they were saying. They were Mm -hmm. just repeating back to each other that the machine that they were trying to work was broken. And then they got up and walked away and the director panned over to the start button, which was a rather large green button, which said start and push to start. They didn't see it because they were too busy touching the top, touching the screen, trying to figure out and and talking about how broken it was. And live streaming it (laughs) at the same time. So do you think Mark and Patricia will get together? I hope so for their sake, because the rest (laughs) of us don't really, you know. Are there any um, massive flat earth societies in Ireland? Sure. Why would I know? Because isn't that where you (laughs) hang out in your spare time? Barbara will tell us. Barbara, is there yeah, any? Yeah, Barbara. Haven't seen any recently. Just have to have to Google it there. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, extensive research done by the team today. Would you order some merch while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting documentary, though. I have to say I really enjoyed it. I did actually enjoy it. I do think it's about the community, really. I, I do think that he has, the director has actually accurately captured that, you know, mm. the, the idea that the community itself is fascinating and, and I liked the fact mm. that they did that. And that they're falling out with each other about billing at a flat earther conference. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. The experiment at the end which fails with the lasers 
I did feel for the guy who was trying to do it. Did you know? He's a little fishing. And they're all getting in the cars. They're like, we have to go home. It's a two-hour journey home. Mm. And he's like, no, we have to get this right. Because it was a big conference, the first ever conference, and they were hoping to give the results. And he was just like, I can't leave all these people. But I did find it interesting that Mark Sargent was asked, what would you do if you stopped believing? Would you leave? And he said, no, I couldn't because the community would be so upset if I left. I know. How would they go on? And who would print the T-shirts? Like, There's a lot to think about. Yeah, I mean, he's still Mark Sargent at the end of he's the day. He's still Mark Sargent and um, there's still tables to be made. Yeah, and, and electric bikes. And little lamps. Would you get one of them little lamps? I think it might be cute. <laughs> so fascinating how he made it though, wasn't it? Like mm. I loved, I really loved watching him doing that. Yeah, that was nice actually. <laughs> the, yeah. the curves and... I'm sure there are a few... Uh, Spraying the hose in the back of his neck because he was roasted trying to make these clocks. He's devoted. He, I think, is a dome. Can you understand what an infinite plane is? Is it to do with our merch planning? No. Is, is, this, is this where this is going now? It's all the merch planning. <laughs> no. Do you want to no. get a T-shirt that says, I am Tracy Ferguson? No, I do not. That's, that's what you want, isn't it? No, it isn't. We already have necklaces. We do have a good bit of merch. We have a wine bottle holder. And we've got necklaces that oh, say... Oh, yeah, for the raspberry tea. Yeah, and we've got necklaces that say Kilt with the Busy and mm-hmm. Raspberry Tea. Yeah. We do have some merch. We do have some. Yeah, no, we do. But no little tables, so... No. It's a pity. Well, uh, I have to say, I enjoyed it. I uh, highly recommend it. I think it's very entertaining. I think the personalities are great. The tables are rocking. And, um, yeah, just hashtag believe in science. <laughs> I have to say. Uh, hashtag it's round. Mm-hmm. It's definitely round anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever else it is. <laughs> it's definitely it round, round anyway. So on that note... I'm Mark Sargent. No, I mean... <laughs> no, I'm, I am Mark Sargent. I'm Sharita Darcy. I'm Tracy Ferguson. This is Docs That Rock. Goodbye. See you. Podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts.